today we are going to discuss planning the Christmas menu after weight loss surgery. Christmas is a big celebration in Australia and it also is around the world. There are also several religious holidays that fall around this time of year, so that's why we tend to call it the holiday season. And the holiday season is about food, drink and celebration and enjoying each other's company, amongst other things. It is also a very tricky time from where you might previously have had some altercations with family members, some trauma around this time, or unique challenges with those family events. Food and drinking challenges are also around, which may beg the question, how can you plan a menu that supports you in your goals whilst catering for the crowd? I hope this episode gives you the permission to either bring a plate to your celebration that you've been invited to, or cater to your family's needs and your needs as well without feeling selfish. It is important to take care of you and not put yourself on the back burner. So make sure you have something that you prepare that you know you can comfortably eat. You deserve to have food that makes you feel good. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to Reverse the Post-Op Regain podcast. I'm your host, Saraya Nikwan, a weight loss surgery dietitian, and I am excited that you're here today. This podcast is for anyone struggling with nutrition and weight years after bariatric surgery. You might be feeling confused, overwhelmed, and not quite sure what your body needs after that first year post-op. This is where I can help you. Join me every week where you'll leave supported and motivated to take the next step in your nutrition journey. Thank you for being here with me today. Now let's get started. First off, start with planning. Take note of the usual meals that you serve at Christmas time or your holiday season. I personally don't celebrate Christmas for the meaning that the others attribute to it. However, part of my family does. So we do have family gatherings on Christmas day. Often the menu includes fresh prawns that my Nana gets, lean proteins like turkey or a whole fish, salads that include coleslaw, a green salad, potato salad, Entrees like a grazing platter with corn relish dip, artisan cheese, crackers, frankfurters, pickled onions and olives and another selection of dips, breads, sausages and desserts of multiple cheesecakes, non-alcoholic rumbles, nuts and pavlova. This is what's often served for our family gathering, which is on Christmas Day. However, you might have a selection that is a little bit different or you might have a hot or a baked meal at lunchtime or dinner time, or you might have the traditional ham that's served at Australian Christmases and all of the dishes that go with that. So naturally, you may overeat on this particular day. It is, to be honest, somewhat expected. Usually on these days, I get to a 10 out of 10 full-on food coma, but then for some reason, you end up craving the food more and you want to eat more because it tastes so good. So you might fall into that category as well. And I want you to remind yourself that it's only one day of the year. You might have two days depending on how it works in your family, but I want you to give yourself permission to enjoy these foods that aren't typically in your rotational diet on that day-to-day basis. You are not a bad person for eating and enjoying these foods. You are human. So to cater for this and make sure that you feel your best on Christmas Day or the holiday season that's coming up. The next step is to assess the meals that you typically cook or prepare. So where could you change the ingredients? Could you grill them? 
Could you pick a different option? Could you try a different recipe? How can you change it to be a better choice for yourself? How can you make it more comfortable for you to eat? Some strategies that you might want to look at are cooking only one lean protein. So depending on how many people are in attendance, it may not make sense to have sausages or frankfurters if there are no children there. Having only lean proteins that everyone will eat will support you as the cook to not have to be doing so much preparation in the kitchen, whilst also supporting you where there's no exorbitant amount of leftovers needing to be eaten or given away. Limit the salads to two salads. Pick a green salad plus one other. Try not to have too many options. Again, it causes too many leftovers. This then supports you as you can have your small portion of potato salad and have mainly the green salad so you're not feeling like you miss out. And another point on that, make it a good salad. Don't just make the usual lettuce, tomato, red onion, cucumber. Put some effort in. Add some roasted beetroot, some roasted pumpkin, add some feta, some crunch from some pumpkin seeds and a nice dressing. That way it's more enjoyable and you'll be more satisfied. Try choose only one type of cracker or a couple of different crackers and keep them the higher fiber varieties. If they're the typical sayos or water crackers, they're not going to make you feel full. Have those whole grain crackers there. So when you put the protein rich hummus or cheese on top with a bit of the vegetables, then you can enjoy it and know that it's going to do you good as well as being more satisfying. Similarly, try to keep the cheeses to ones that you know you tolerate. And if anyone wants another type of cheese that you know your tummy doesn't tolerate, ask them to bring it along to share. Then add some fresh vegetables or some vegetable sticks to that grazing platter. It makes it more enticing to have them at the mealtime because you can see it there. It will help you, again, bring fiber in to keep you full. For dessert, consider having only one main dessert as a showstopper and that you really enjoy. So that might be the cheesecake, that might be trifle, it might be pudding, it might be mousse or ice cream. Then have that one as the main and then have fruit as well. If others would like to bring dessert, then that's their choice. But it might be easier for you to make a dessert that you really, really want to have and you enjoy a small portion of it and others can either have that or bring their own to share. If then you feel like you want to have what others have brought, then have a small portion. Again, bringing that mindfulness that we spoke about in the previous episode. And then lastly, try different recipes. I understand tradition has its place and it's a special place in every family. However, keep some of those traditional foods you serve and try one dish that is more bariatric friendly for you including more bariatric-friendly recipes that align to your goals and support you will help you feel more comfortable on the day. You might even be surprised that that new recipe might be a new favorite for your family. So to help you out and put this all into place, I have provided a recipe collection purely for holiday season recipes, which have protein-rich bariatric-friendly recipes that might inspire you to try something new this holiday season. See the link in the show notes to grab your copy. I hope you all have a lovely holiday week. Enjoy the time with your loved ones. Stay safe. And I look forward to seeing you next Monday. Thank you for joining me on Reverse the Post-Op Regain podcast. If you would like to learn more about what I do, head to at the Bariatric Collective on Instagram or Facebook or visit us online at www.thebariatriccollective.com.au. 
and reach out if you need support reversing weight regain or anything related to bariatric surgery. I'd love to hear from you. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'd love for you to take a moment to review the show if you found it helpful or share it with a few friends. I look forward to chatting with you next time. Thank you.